Good morning, good morning, good morning. How's everybody doing on this Friday? Hope everybody's week has been beautiful and blessed. Thanks again for tuning in to Lola's IO. I already left already starting. I really appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, again, you can check me out on Anchor or Spotify. Um, I have other six platforms, Google Podcasts, definitely check them out, okay? Um, so today we're going to talk about another seven topics. Um, these are topics that I found interesting and in what's going on in the world. So um, let's see how you guys feel about them. So the first one I think we're going to start with, drum roll please. No. <laughs> um, seriously, we're going to start with, oh my God, The Rock. Doom, doom, doom. Do you know who The Rock is? Dwayne Johnson, aka The Rock. Anyways, this guy, this guy's really a showboat. I was a big fan of him, you know, um, growing up as a kid. Wasn't too much into wrestling, but he definitely, I think, started from there and then went up into acting. Um, like the recent movie that I can really remember him from is The Tooth Fairy. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I have kids, but I have boys, right? So I don't even know why we're watching The Tooth Fairy, but that's where I remember him from. But this guy, seriously, Dwayne Johnson, dude, he is, you know, supposedly making a joke, whatever, um, claiming that he wouldn't mind running for um, president, you know, even though Joe Biden just got sworn in, right? Like, damn, can the, du the dude get like two years in? Can he finish his first term, you know? Like, seriously, but it's a joke, basically. I don't, I don't know. It's just all a joke. He was on, um, like in 2017, Dwayne, you know, he was on The Tonight Show and he like entertained the possibility of challenging Trump for White House. So we're now in 2021 and it's still being brought up, right? Like that's pretty stupid, you know, like dude, like put it to rest. Like nobody took you serious, you know, in 2017 and, you know, like we have a whole, there was a whole, you know. I can't even think about it because it's just so stupid, you know, like there's just a whole bunch of there was an election. Right. You could have put yourself out there if that was something serious, but you didn't. So now you just want to go ahead and, you know, make another joke out of it. Like, God damn, shut up. But then he goes, you know, and he says, like, I would consider a presidential run in the future if that's what the people wanted. Then he says, I'm not flipping in any way. So me. I don't know, but I had to go Google what flipping meant, okay? And it definitely means that he's not showing any serious or respectful attitude. So if you're not showing any serious or respectful attitude, if you're not flipping in any way, then why are we talking about it still? You know what I mean? Like, why did you bring this up? Or why did somebody else bring it up in your interview and you're entertaining it? And But then you're saying, like, if it's what the people want. Dude, you don't even know what yourself wants because you're trying to use it in comparison that the people, you know, that you can relate to the people because what did he say? He said that he can, he wakes up early like everybody else. He goes to work like everybody else and he takes care of his family like everybody else. So basically what he's claiming is that we, the people want a regular Joe Schmo. Like I can run for president. Like every single person, you know, except for like, well, not every single person. I'm going to have to take that back. Okay. But the last president we had was formally what? Like 
he was popular because of shows, you know, of, um, he had hotels. He was just well known, you know, by being popular, but not like well known by being popular in um, a Democrat way. He was popular in the entertainment way, you know, like it was just stupid, you know, and he did us terrible justice. I'm so sorry, but I'm for Joe Biden all the way. So I'm so glad he won. And, um, you know, so he's basically saying that um, we want that, a regular Joe Schmo, like we had a regular Joe Schmo, wakes up, go to work, all of that. Like, that makes no goddamn sense. Like, no, we do not. That's why we actually have somebody, you know, that knows more about, just knows more, not just knows more about how to read a goddamn script, right? How about just knows more about life and, you know, I don't even fucking know. I just don't want a goddamn actor, you know, running for a, a presidential election again. God damn, you know. Um, but then he goes and um, in his interview, they're like, you know, why? Why you? Why are you doing? Why do you think that you can, you know, do a better job than uh, Joe Biden? He goes that he um, he what does he say? He claims that he's less noisy and more poisy. Like, what the fuck? Like, less noisy and more poisy. Like, dude, again, we don't need that type of, you know, um, energy. Like, seriously, that was a terrible comeback. I'm sorry, but that was snobby as hell, you know? And, um, like, is that a joke? I, I, I don't know if he was kidding or what. But then he changes his comment later on in his interview, and he goes, oh, no, you know, I take it back, and I'm just more responsible. So you have to think about it, right? You want to you, you're more responsible, but you weren't more responsible to think about the words that you already said in your interview that you already know that are going to be documented, right? And used against you regardless if it's me, the next person, whatever, who ever read about this story, they're going to know. But no, you're not more responsible. No, we don't want you to run. Like, please, I am the people. I don't. Do you guys feel the same way? Do you really think that The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, has some type of influence in, a, in our lives and can change a lot of things that are going on? Um, I don't. So, yeah, I, I thought it was really, really, really stupid topic. Um. Anyways, God, that one got my heart boiling because I definitely, you know, no, just got my heart boiling. <laughs> um, okay, so what do we got here? This one was kind of sad, honestly. Um, it was. You know, people seriously have the audacity to, like, I don't know, put an animal through cruelty. Like, how can you do that? Would you like to put yourself through what you're doing to an animal? Like, that's how I think about it. Cause two men in Florida, they were actually charged with animal cruelty, right? To a bulldog, you guys. Okay. And this bulldog, like what type of animal cruelty? Um, the bulldog was pregnant, bendito. Her name was Lila and she was pregnant. Um, and they put her on a kitchen table or like a table in the middle of the living room floor. And this video was up, right? And it's not up anymore. Sorry, I have to turn that off. And it's not up anymore. But um, it was really sad watching it. You know, they definitely like um, what is it called when you gray out the area? They, you know, censored it. So it, I couldn't see too much, but 
they didn't censor the part before when the dog's laying there, when Lila's laying there and she's just like with her paws up in the air, but she's still moving like her head and her eyes were like, where she was blinking. It was so sad, you know? So these guys, they performed a C-section on her, you know? Um, and mind you, they weren't licensed, right? So one of the guys, his name, I guess, was like Frankie Rivera, whatever, or I don't know, some shit. He was 33 and, um, he was detained actually last Friday for animal cruelty and practicing without a license. So yes, yes, he got arrested. Yeah, he post bond, but still he got arrested. You know what I'm saying? And things are gonna keep on happening, you know, these poor animals. And then the other guy, which is the owner and the owner, his name was Colin or Colin, whatever. Colin, he should be fucking called Colin because he's a freaking ass. But yeah, he was 50 years old, you guys, 50 years old. So, and he has a 15 year old daughter that, um, this is how they found it. You know, the 15 year old daughter posted it on TikTok. So it's just like really fucked up. He's 50 years old and goddamn, like how many dogs have you done this to, you know? And like, it's just really sad. You have the common sense that you're doing something wrong. You're 50 years old and you're going to go ahead and teach your daughter that this is how we're going to go ahead and get views and popularity. And we're going to sell our puppies. Like, you really think anybody's, you know, everybody's going to want those goddamn puppies because they're going to feel bad. But, like, come on. Anybody's going to not think what you're doing is not okay. Like, I mean, or it is okay. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. So this idiot, right, um, the owner, uh, Colin, Colin, whatever, <laughs> he, um, he took Lila to the vet, to the veterinary hospital right? And after she delivered puppies, after she was already dead, because they announced that she was dead with two pups already inside her. Like, you have the common sense that you know, like, oh my God, I need to take her to the hospital now. But you don't have the common sense, like, hey, let's go ahead and take her to the hospital. And then we can put the puppies on TikTok and put the little journey wrapper up in a blanket in the car seat, you know, post the um, vet hospital up, like make it a really cute TikTok. But no, you had to do the most, right? You had to do the most. Like that shit shocks me. Like, I don't know about you guys, but that's definitely like a really sad terror horror story for animals like i don't like that for that puppy lila dog mother whatever you know um so like the vet ended up calling the police and like that's where it went it went from there you know both men were posted on bond but it's still it's still a sad story poor bulldogs like seriously and they're really popular dogs right now you know so you know i understand like a lot of dogs have puppies at home natural birth um, you know, and it just, it happens, but you don't fucking give a C-section on a dog, right? Like you don't like, I, I didn't have C-sections for both my kids. I just pushed them out like a dog with, or a horse or a whale, any natural, you know, female, well, not female, because there's actually some male animals that carry the babies. Um, and I have to say that, right. <laughs> But um, seriously, like you don't perform C-sections. You just don't. So I'm just glad that somehow, some way he got that common sense to go to the hospital. And I hope that the daughter knows what her dad is doing is wrong. Uh, yeah, seriously. I don't know. All right. So let's get on our third one. Let's see what we have here. We've got a water break. Can't wait to go live with you guys. 
So please, like, you know, spread the word so we can get up there. And I'm definitely going to um, do some research so I can get live and listen to your comments at the same time. For those of you that were tuning in um, on my creative page on Lola's IO on Facebook, thank you so much. You knew definitely that we were going to have a podcast today. So if you tuned in, I greatly appreciate you and nothing but love, nothing but love. All right. So like I said, the next third topic is, oh, we talked about this actually on Monday. Um, Nicki Minaj's dad, you know how he died in a hit and run? Well, the killer, this is where it gets me, supposedly turned himself in. And I'm the one that says supposedly, right? They're saying it all over that the killer turned himself in last Friday. Okay. So it's just like a lot, right? Um, <laughs> He was 70 years old. Okay. The driver was 70 years old. He actually, Nicki Minaj's dad was walking on the side of the road. Like I said, you don't know if this person was walking, if he was in the car. We didn't know too much, you know, about any of this. Um, so they did their research and surveillance camera shows that, you know, Nicki Minaj's dad, which was um, 64 years old, Robert, his name was Robert. He was 64 years old. Rest in peace. Yes. Higher power. Um, but he was just walking, you know, um, on the side of the road because there was too much snow like we do typically. Honestly, if there's too much snow right now, we're in Chicago. If it wouldn't have melted, people, you know, um, didn't shovel. Where are you going to walk on top of the snow? No, you're going to walk where it's shoveled. Right. OK, cool. So you're going to do that. And he did that. And this other asshole, not other, because the only fucking asshole, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I said that. <laughs> the only asshole, um, Charles, the driver, again, 70 years old. So they both, you know, are in the same age. Um, so this guy can't sit there and be like, he didn't know what he was doing. No, like, dude, you're 70 years old. You know what you're doing. The surveillance camera shows him, you guys getting out of the car, looking at the body, like, oh my God, this nigga's dead. And then getting back in the car and driving off. Like literally remember how I was saying, like, you couldn't leave a note. Like you couldn't do anything. Like, do you know if that person was dead? I promise you, this is exactly what they're saying. He knew he told the detective fully aware of what he did. Those were his words. I was fully aware of what I did. So he said that he didn't want to call 911. He just knew what he did. Why, why wouldn't you want to call 911? I'm so sorry. Like they didn't even, um, what is it when, uh, a person's like not in their right mental state, you know, um, whatever he, he didn't get that. He didn't get to be like claimed like he was like mentally retarded or mentally ill. No, like this guy has fully, he has a full brain, right? <laughs> like he knows what the fuck he did wrong. God damn. Like your full brain, your full brain. No, <laughs> like you have common sense, right? Um, but it's just like, I can't believe it. You, you, you got out the car, you looked at the body and you're like, this guy's dead. I got to get in my car and I got to go. So he took his car and he put it in his garage. Okay. So this is where I say supposedly turned himself in. Again, if you're paying attention to what I'm saying, they said, I mean, they said there was <laughs> surveillance cameras. So common sense. They watched them. They got the license plate. They knew where this person lived or they watched the cameras and they followed them home. Regardless, 
city finds its ways, you know what I'm saying? They'll find you if they want to. Um, and they wanted to. It was Nicki Minaj's dad. I'm so sorry for everybody else's, but it just happens that way. It's the fucking government for you. Um, but anyways, so he didn't turn himself in, you guys. He got caught. The nigga got caught, you know, hands down caught. And um when he got caught, he just was like, Yeah, I'm gonna turn myself in. You know, yeah. I'm not pleading not guilty. I'm guilty. You know, I hit him and I left because he knew that he got caught. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to go to the police station or I'm going to call 911 and turn myself in right then and there. No. And you remember how I was saying like, oh, um, you know, he's going to be called a killer. Like you killed somebody like, you know, you you didn't stay there. You're going to be known as a killer. OK, he's not. Yeah, they're saying it in quotations, you know, on like on platforms, you know, like on, 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 what is it on, um, us weekly daily, whatever us daily. Sorry guys, but your stories are beautiful. And you know who I'm talking about? Cause definitely I'm talking about you. And anyways, um, like he got no criminal charges if he would have stayed. Okay. He, if he would have stayed, he would have gotten no criminal charges and if there was no alcohol or drugs, okay, um, so, like, he's still not claimed as a killer, though, right, like, they're saying, like, if you would have stayed and you did a hit and run, like, and there's no alcohol involved, like, it's an accident, like, I mean, accidents do happen, right, but I don't know, the government's so messed up that people that, you know, like that girl, man, that poor girl. Let's actually talk about that real quick. You know, um, man, I have no history behind this. I wasn't going to talk about this story, but I actually want to. Um, so I don't know her name. Um, but if you guys know who I'm talking about, then you do the information, you find out the information and you Google it and you see what you think and what's right or wrong. But this girl, she don't know her age. She had two kids, I believe, you know, I don't know their ages, but one was two years old and she left them in a hotel while she went to work, you know, at a pizza shop. And, um, she does it often due to COVID, um, you know, and she, uh, I guess somebody found out that her kids were there and they called the police and she got arrested instead of like them helping her, you guys, like, She's getting charged with, you know, child negligence and a lot of other shit. And she's probably a good mom because she was going to work. She was at work. You know what I'm saying? She has nobody in this world to watch her kids. Nobody, nobody. And when she says nobody, that's how she truly feels. She might have people, but that's how she feels. So who the hell are we to sit there and judge how she's parenting those children? Obviously, she's making it. She's making it. She has enough money to make it in a warm place for them. And maybe her shift was only going to be a couple hours. We don't fucking know, but a couple hours, a lot can happen, right? I understand. But God damn it, I'm a single mother. And sometimes I make bad choices my goddamn self. So honestly, this guy... Let's go back to what we were really talking about. This guy, okay, he should have been charged with a whole bunch of more shit than just being his passport taken away, no license, and a big-ass, dumb-ass, expensive-ass bond, okay? And to be back in court by next Friday. Like, what the fuck is that? 
But this girl, we're, we're putting her on blast, right? We're putting her all over the news feeds and studying of protecting women like this, okay? Single, independent women that have no help um, and are trying to make it on their own. We're trying to protect them. Why are we over here putting them out there? Because that's what the government does, you guys. They choose who they want to incriminate. They choose who they want to sit there and, you know, make it look like what's right or wrong or who's going to get the bigger sentence. It's all fucked up. I can't stand it. I can't. I cannot. But whatever. Anyways, I'm sorry for her. But Nicki Minaj's um, mom, she's super happy for the arrest. So I'm happy that they got somebody that did not turn themselves in. But I'm happy that they caught the guy. So rest in peace to you, right? All right, let's change that topic because I'm definitely getting in my mood. Gotta get it out, gotta get it out, fucking government. <laughs> All right, so this one kind of took me for like, you know, a turn because I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of the sexy, sexy, sexy singer, actress, model, um, you know, what else is she? She's her, uh, she's a designer, you know? So let's give it up for Rihanna, you guys. Yes, go Rihanna. She has her own brand, Fenty. Like, it's a beautiful brand, you know? And um, I actually do or don't have some of her pieces. That's none of y'all's business. No, I'm just playing. She has some beautiful pieces. They're super comfortable, super cozy, um, very elegant, transparent to your skin, I, your skin tone, um, I love it. You know, I, I'm definitely thinking about modeling it. I'm just kind of shy in that aspect. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But anyways, let's get back on Rihanna and Nami. <laughs> um, she actually felt like she had to apologize to the Hindu and Muslim community because she was wearing a, a genshaw. Um, which is a pendant, and they believe that she was wearing it in a disrespectful way. And she's over here saying that, like, it won't happen again. She's irresponsible. She doesn't, you know, she didn't mean to hurt the Muslim community. Um, and she just kept, you know, just being so sorry. Like, she was just sorry, 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 sorry. And I don't expect that from her. That's why I'm kind of shocked. Like, why are you saying sorry? You know, I understand that that's how they feel. And there's other people, not only me, you know, I definitely read about, you know, how it was affecting, you know, the Hindu and Muslim community and what Hindu women felt by it um, or men, you know, um, and Muslim women and, and Muslim men. Um, so you definitely had your pros and your cons, you know, it was like a 50 50. But my opinion um I say um too much, don't I? <laughs> but seriously, my opinion, she shouldn't have apologized. Seriously, like you're apologizing for being you. You didn't mean to wear it in a, you didn't mean to wear the pendant sexually. It's not like you were wearing it on a sexual part of your body, on your body. Like you didn't have the pendant on your nipple. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't have it like, Hey, this is where I'm showing it off. No, you were wearing it. Like it's a freaking necklace, like a regular pendant on your body, which is or your temple, which that's how they should view it. You know, because your body's yes. One very sexy. Your body is your temple, very sacred. You know, you protect it just because, you know, they protect it in a, and I say they, Hindu, Muslim, because that's where, you know, they, who found it offensive and that's where it all started. 
this whole goddamn conversation about a damn pendant. Okay. Um, so yeah, they, you know, they cover themselves up, you know, and they do certain things to show their, uh, what sacrifices to their higher power and how they're going to protect their temple. Okay. Rihanna believes in higher power. You'll see her with voodoo, um, you know, again, shawl. You'll see her with a regular uh, cross, a holy pendant cross. You'll see her with anything. She's just a higher power. Look at her tattoos. They're beautiful. I love them. You know, I love her. I love what she stands for. I've just always been a big ass fan of her, honestly. Um, So she's 32 years old. Did you guys know that she's only a year older than me? God damn, I need to step up my game. Like seriously, gang, gang. No, seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like she was wearing it and on her body. Yes, she had on her Fenty line, okay, because she's promoting it, you know, and who's the best promoter for your own line? Yourself. You know, you are your own, your, yourself is your best promotion. Like me, my voice is promoting me right now, you know, so her body and her clothes on her is promoting her lingerie line. So please stop judging her, you guys. Like, oh my God, it's just too much, you know? Um, and she shouldn't have to feel like she needs to apologize at all. You know, when you're sitting here and you're wearing pendants, regardless if they're religious or not, you know, like I understand that sculpture is religious, but to her, it might just be a pendant that she's wearing and she finds it beautiful with a piece of lingerie, lingerie, there it goes again, <laughs> lingerie, lingerie that she's wearing. Um, so why are we doing the most and looking at it like it's, you know, her trying to bash a religion? I think anybody that's actually looking at it like that, their mind is not, you know, on higher power. And they're the ones that are thinking that they're God and this is how they're going to be, you know, like we're going to judge other people. Like, goddamn, relax. You don't know because nobody's ever came down and told you like, hey, you're going to be judged because of this. Like, shut up. Like, no, damn. Religions all have their own beliefs and the way that you choose, this is my my, my platform. So the way that you choose to believe in the way that you choose to have your, your authority in higher powers, you know, views, then, then do it. Like do it. If you're going to sit here and preach about God all day, do it. If you're going to sit here, you know, and, and bash a religion and that's how you find that, you know, you're going to, have that engagement with your higher power, then man, I I'm, I'm telling you, like, it's not the way it's not the way no matter, no matter what you believe in bashing somebody else for how they're wearing a pendant is not, is not, it's not right. It's not right. Seriously. Like, I don't get it. I don't. How about like, instead of people so worried about like a goddamn pendant, you know, why don't they understand that? I could think this happened like what, two years ago. Um, Muslim women were able to drive. Like they started being able to drive. It's fucking beautiful. Not talking about here in the United States, but in their country. Okay. They just started being able to drive. That's so beautiful. That's a voice right there. So religion and custom are changing. So can we not have the same views or can you stop thinking about like, 
yeah, you know, she's trying to mean it in a sexual seductive way. And she's like bashing our religion. Like, that's not what we stand for. You can't be sexual with a pendant. Like, shut the fuck up. God, let people be their own people. Seriously. We the people. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, um, I like this one. I like this one. This one's about a flight attendant. Um, man, talk about standing up for one another. You know, this doesn't have to do with religion or anything, but this more is woman, you know, empowerment, you know, showing how strong women can be. Um, this flight attendant, she's a strong woman, strong, strong woman. She, uh, she knew right away. Okay. She was on a flight and, um, she's sitting down her passengers, you know, something looks odd to her. She's like, what is that? What's that girl? Why does she look like that? You know, I'm just trying to think about the story, like how it would play out. So she's just like, why is, does that girl look like that? Like, that's odd. Why is she there together? Why is this girl sitting next to this man that is in a pressed suit, pressed suit, shiny cuffs, great haircut, looks super clean. The girl, on the other hand, bruises, oily hair, doesn't make no type of eye contact with anybody. Something's odd. Wouldn't you think so? If you knew that they came together and you're working at the airport, okay, they should have got it from goddamn all the way checking, but they didn't, okay? And that's okay. That's what I'm saying. This flight attendant, the woman, she empowers women. She ne- She's telling every woman, you can have a platform. You can speak your voice. Don't be scared. But anyways, um, she found it odd, you know, and she did. You know, like I was saying, wouldn't you? You knew that they came together. You're, you know, sitting them down, asking them if they want peanuts. You're trying to make conversation like, hey, do you want peanuts? Hey, do you want Hey guys, I'm back. Thanks for tuning in to Lola's IO. Sorry about that. I only have 30 minutes to record. Um, so I definitely am I'm gonna look into um live streaming so I can speak a little bit longer about these topics and how I feel about them. So let's go back to what I was talking about with the flight attendant. Um, so she was trying to engage with the passenger, um, with the girl. And she was just like, you know, you want some peanuts, you want something to drink. And the guy was being very cold and rude and basically, you know, pushing the flight attendant away. So the flight attendant was like, you know, how can I get this girl's attention? Something's wrong with her. So somehow she got her to go to the bathroom and um, she left a note in the bathroom on a post-it saying, you know, do you need help? And she left her phone number. The girl left the bathroom and on the back of the post-it note, when the flight attendant found it, it said, help me. How scary is that? I find that so scary. I wouldn't even know what to do, honestly. Like, I'd be like, oh shit, this is real. Like, I was right. Like, just imagine like if you felt something and your intuition told you like there's something wrong there's you need to help this person you know and you went with it and the conclusion is there's actually something wrong it's so scary so scary your conscience sometimes you don't know which way to go with it but just go with it like the flight attendant did so anyways the flight attendant goes and she 
um, goes into the pilot's cabin and um, she's like, you know, this is what's going on. I wrote to this girl and they're like, okay, let's contact the police. The police arrive and short story, the girl was um, a sex trafficker, a sex trafficker. Like, that's really, really sad. Like, this guy was selling the girl, you know, and I just, I, I'm, I'm just stunned, like, out of all things, you know, like, this girl had bruises on her, you know, she had oily hair, and she was just really, like, to herself, you know, and sad. I don't know. I didn't see the girl. There's no pictures, nothing, you know. There's not even the pictures of how the girl looks now, you know. Um, so it's just, like, off of all of that, the guy didn't even have like dude you you know you know what you're doing you're in, in in a fresh suit right you got shiny ass cufflinks on a fresh haircut right you probably got some alligator shoes on like who the fuck knows but you got this girl right next to you and she's not doing what she wants to you have her at her own free will you know and you didn't even have the audacity to cover up how much hurt and pain you're putting her through like you couldn't let her take a shower she got oily hair you couldn't you know why are you guys abusing her like why does she have bruises and I'm I'm, I'm I'm questioning all of this man right but at the same time I'm just like thank god all of these things that he didn't cover up you know um led to her being saved so it's just like it's just a really fucked up story honestly like it's, it's a good story, but it's really a sad story when you think about it. How many women are being trafficked, you know, on planes, on cars, like, on a daily base? Like, how many women are are just sitting there, like, I'm a sex worker right now and I'm listening to you. Like, I'm sorry. You know, you have platforms. You have voices. Get out of it. You know, don't be in domestic relationships. Don't be in a mental abusive relationships. You know, um, honestly, you guys... Don't, don't ever sit there and feel less of yourself. Even if you you have no choice, just know that this that's not you. And one day you will be set free. Just know that, women, honestly. And I can speak for myself. You know, I've been in numerous relationships where I thought that I I'm never gonna get out of by my own choice, though, right? Um, and I and I have. You know, not saying that they're bad. No, it's just like. You just never know. They could be bad mentally. That's a way, you know, that's a sign of abuse, mental, physical, sexual, sexual. Um, these are all signs of abuse, you know, and you might not think that like, oh, well, I'm not in an abusive sexual relationship or I'm not a sex trafficker. Like, how does this relate to me? Huh, honey, let me tell you. Little do we know as women, and again, this is my opinion, but if you're laying down with that man after he done just punched you or verbally abused you by telling you how less of yourself you are or by not showing you any type of gratitude, um, appreciations, you know, and, and just being an ugly person every day and you're still laying down with that person, you're a worker for him. So be a worker for yourself. Be beautiful. Seriously. So yeah, let's all be beautiful. <laughs>
Um, and let's talk about some historical events that are going on because uh, we got to, you know, bring these women up. Bring these women up. Just like that flight attendant did. Yes. Save these hoes. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. You know, I got to make you guys laugh. I got to make everybody laugh. But back on NASA, did you guys know what's happening? You guys know what's happening with NASA right now? Give you a couple seconds. Think about it. Look it up. It just happened yesterday. So, well, it happened. NASA finally, uh, well, it's happened before, but we know where and we know why they're doing this. So NASA finally landed a rover. Okay, it happened yesterday. And um, Joe Biden's so excited. He actually tweeted about it. He's like, yes, we got a historical moment going on. I'm a president right now, too. Man, a lot of good is going on in this world. <laughs> Trying to find life, you know, on Mars. If there was life ever a billion, billion years ago, like, that's what we're trying to see. Not if there's life right now. Um, we're trying to see if there was life back then. And when we say life, you guys, or when I say they say life, NASA says life, they're meaning like um, if they found an area where the atmosphere is controllable to astronauts um, to conduct study, you know, or even like, you know, to see if people can travel up there. You know, did you know that? Like, I don't know. These are just fun facts, fun facts that I found interesting. Um, but I didn't know that one Martian year on Mars is 687 Earth days. Now, that's pretty cool. Fun little fun fact. Pretty, pretty cool. But um, so they they landed their rover and um, they landed it on Mars. But this time we actually know specifically where on Mars. And it's called J0. And it was like formerly um, a home to a body of water like 3.5 billion years ago, you know, and um, a body of water, you know, like it was in a lake. Um, so those of you that don't know. But um, so and like, how did they know that there was a lake there 3.5 billion years ago? Um, I guess like, you know, they're scientists, they know. But also, too, it was like... Um, an inflow and outflow canal um, that suggests that there was, you know, a body of water. And it's so even, even though like there's a whole bunch of craters, meaning rocks everywhere else or little bodies everywhere else. This one had a 820 feet uh, wide uh, length of an in and outflow um, where water once was uh, 3.5 billion years ago. So that's goddamn so cool. Like that they knew actually that where they're landing it and, um, they just know that at that where they landed it, there was a body of water there. So we actually have history because other rovers that have landed on Mars, um, I think it was like what I have to check my notes, you guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, since the 1970s, they've been you know trying to um, get this information, um, you know, and 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 they finally you know conducted their study. So it's just like. All the other rovers that have landed, they never knew where they landed geographically. They didn't know. Um, so now we do, which I find that's that's really, really cool. Um, and it's 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 it's, you know, 
it's just all about science, you guys. And we just have to believe that things can actually happen. Like, who the hell would have ever thought that, you know, you would get Perseverance on Mars, you know, because it's the biggest, most advanced rover. And that's what they're calling it, Perseverance. Um, you know, and it costs $2.7 billion to make, you guys. Like, that's a lot of money. But they're again, they're doing it like... Um, they're doing it for moxie and like what is moxie like i don't even know what moxie is i don't even know if i'm going to say all of this right but moxie is uh an abbreviation for mars oxygen institute resources human exploration of mars okay so moxie is just a tube <laughs> moxie is the cleanest purest tube um that they have developed that can capture um it can capture carbon dioxide from um, the rich Martian atmosphere. So it's going to caption carbon dioxide and it's going to go in the tube and it's going to develop oxygen. It's going to transform into oxygen that action that astronauts actually can breathe. Like, isn't that so cool that scientists develop that? Like, that's what they're trying to see if it actually like um, it's actually successful, you know. So these tubes, you know, like they capture the carbon dioxide then it transforms to oxygen. Then the rover is going to like bring it back to earth. I don't understand, but, um, then we're going to go ahead and we're going to see if that what's in that tube, that oxygen, if it's compatible or it's going to contaminate earth's DNA. So that's basically what they're trying to do. That's, it's just so cool. They're honestly trying to see if we can go up there and, you know, just, and just find scientific facts. That's all. Not like, Hey, let's go out there and have a party. Hey, the richest people, you want to have a, a romantic one night date on Mars? Like, I hope they don't do that. You know? And if they do, then that's what the government does. And that's what, how people choose to spend their money, you know, but these are all historical facts because next after Mars, what's next? Pluto? I don't know. Where can they go? It's the smallest planet. <laughs> Where can they go? Shoot, they went to Mars, the hottest. Like, it makes no sense. Like, I don't know. I love science. So I would definitely want to know more about, you know, how did they get this whole moxie? How did they develop this tube? Like, what's in it? I don't know. It's just really, really cool, you guys, honestly. And um, the new, the next mission is going to be in 2026. So we definitely uh, got to keep our eye out. I know I'm going to be alive by the grace of higher power. So hopefully I'm still on Lola's IO, you guys. And we're, you know, remembering this um, historical mo mo movement and mo moment <laughs> um, that NASA has um, given us. Um, and NASA's uh, comparing this mission to the Wright Brothers movement. So it's really, it's a really big movement, you guys. Um, and I'm so happy for NASA. They definitely are so proud of themselves. You guys should have seen the video, though. The video of this perseverance, um, how it like, the rover, it, it had like eight rockets underneath it. And I think I have to go back again. It had like nine cameras, 19, 19 cameras. So it's just like, it's, it, it, it took a lot, you know, it took a lot to make this Rover and a lot of money, you know, like I said, two point what, 2.7 billion to make the Rover. 
Okay. Um, and that's just an estimate. Okay, you guys. And it launched in July 30th. I don't know the year. I'm sorry. I don't have all of that, but it, it uh, launched from, from Florida. So, which is really, really cool. And it got to Mars. And, um, but back on the video, if you guys can go check out the video, um, that NASA shared, it was so historic, honestly. Um, they're, they're the way that, The way that you can see these scientists, their excitement behind, even though they have their masks on and yeah, they, they were separated in different rooms, you know, due to the pandemic, they're protecting themselves and following policies and stuff like that. But they were so proud of themselves. They really, really were. And, and I know that it's a historical moment because at the end of the day, we're trying to find oxygen, not the only oxygen that we breathe oxygen around us, you know, on different planets and it's it's the universe is beautiful so yes nasa good job nasa we did it we did it. we did it we did it we did it we gotta do the happy dance you guys gotta do the happy dance all right no, that's enough. <laughs> um all right so that brings me to our last topic and we are 15 minutes in so that means i got 15 minutes to talk about this lady named lauren isn't that so funny that her name is lauren and my name is lauren and that's our last topic yes or no i say no i say boo the name lauren i'm so sorry it's my name but no this lauren is bad and let me tell you about this lauren all right her name is Laura Lauren Bobert. She is the Congresswoman for Colorado. All right. My name is Lola. Okay. Lola La Chola. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, for those of you that don't know, my name is Lauren and um, I go by Lola. So this is Lola's IO. But back on this girl that is Lauren and she goes by Lauren and she made a boo boo, a big boo boo. She a big dummy, you guys, for being a Congresswoman. She a big dummy. Seriously. This big old dummy. I don't even know where to start. I don't even know how this conversation became uh, like a topic for them, honestly. I don't know if they were, it was, everybody was having a Zoom meeting, right? All the Congress uh, men, women, uh, representatives, they were all getting together, Republican, Democrats, they were all getting together in a Zoom meeting. And they were talking about COVID, I believe, the pandemic and how it's a big host or how it's not a big host, whatever. They didn't get too much into detail with what the, with the real conversation, why they were together. Of course, that's how the government wants you. They want to know why, what they were really talking about or not. They want to put two and two together and make everything bigger um, than what it is. So we go from the pandemic conversation to what they want us to know about. <laughs> Lauren... Lauren's a big dummy, you guys, okay? She was on this Zoom meeting with a whole bunch of um, rifles and handguns um, that were on display, okay? They were not in a, um, a glass-protected uh, case or, you know, so that you can see the guns. No, they were open, and um, there was no, no protection, okay? And... Um, I don't know if, if you guys really tune into my shows, but if you do, then you'll you'll stay on topic with these um, conversations that we do have. 
the last last segment that I was talking about, which was seven topics, um, we talked about Joe Biden, which go Joe Biden. You know, I'm all for Joe Biden. He um, was talking about how he wants to um, sign a bill banning all rifles, um, which are those long ones, right, that people use for hunting or that we all know that have been used for shootings in schools, malls, airports, um, a lot of sad places. So he wants to put a stop to that and just see like, you know, the sales on guns, um, like regular nine millimeter guns or whatever, um, which is cool, right? So she's aware of this. She's a congresswoman, Colorado, whatever. She's still aware. Joe Biden, president of the United States, you know what's going on. How dare you have the audacity to sit there and, and have all of these guns on display during a, you know, uh, a Zoom meeting with your former, what, associates, your former Democrat and Republican uh, representatives. That makes no sense. Okay. So they're going to get on that topic. That's what really what they wanted to talk about. Cause she obviously had no type of audacity, like she, no common fucking sense. You dumb broad. Seriously. Like they were all against her. So I can keep talking about it, honestly. And before I even was reading about how, um, the other Democrats and Republicans felt about her display. Um, I just, I just knew already mentally, like, hello, what is this really about? Why am I reading this right now? So she is going against Joe Biden. Low key. She really is. Okay. And I got to kind of cut this short, but she's going against Joe Biden. She, um, she, she said to them, they were the, to the other representatives, she told them to the chairman, the chairman goes, you know, um, you should put those away. You know, they're, they're not for sale. Like we're not selling guns right now. And her comment was like, they're ready for use. They're not for sale. They're not, you know, for show they're ready for use. She's saying as a Congresswoman that like, I'm going to use these guns and you guys aren't going to tell me nothing. Like these are all my guns. And yes, I'm aware that Joe Biden wants to sit there and put a bill, but these are mine and I'm going to use them. Then she wants to sit there and go and using the second amendment. Like this Congress, oh, pisses me off. The second amendment, this Congresswoman goes and she's like, oh, we have the right to bear arm. And the second amendment as a member of the Congresswoman, it supports and constitutes that um, as we, the United States, it's our right. And it doesn't matter. Like, so I understand it's your right to bear arm for safety. It's your right to bear arm, not for display usage. It's your right to bear arm as a Congresswoman. You are simply sitting here telling your chairman that they're ready for use. And I am going to kill anybody and their mama who stands in my way because I have the right, because it's the second amendment and I can use it when I want to. God, no, that's not how we use the constitutional rights. Like seriously, like, didn't we learn this in sixth grade? You became a Congresswoman of, of Colorado. God damn, common sense. So anyways, her, um, her, uh, her saying all of this, you know, um, was definitely a, a smack in um, the representative and the Democrats face. Like they were just like, what is she saying right now? 
Like, and, and remember how I was saying that they were talking about in the beginning, like if the pandemic's a host and all of that. So she was asking the chairman to take back his comment about the pandemic being a host. And just because he's not scared doesn't mean that she's not going to be scared. Um, so then they go to her zoom live and they're like, well, look at your background, you know? And she's like, well, I have the right. So that's basically how it all started because she was telling the chairman to take down, you know, his comment before it hits, you know, social media. And he's like, no, you know, some people do believe it's a host. Others don't. You're entitled to your own opinion. So he's going to get on some real topic stuff like, all right, let me see your zoom. All right. Let's the world see your zoom. You got a whole bunch of guns. Yeah, I do. And they're ready for use. So was her comment snobby, you guys, or was she right? Is she using the second amendment in a right way or is she not? My opinion, definitely not. Obviously, you already know how strongly I feel about that. And the other representative and Democrats, Republicans, um, they felt the exact same way that she maybe because, you know, she went against the chairman and was like, you know, kind of being a little snobby, like take down you know, your feelings and how your opinion, take it down. She shouldn't have done that, you know, um, but they're definitely now, now you should have been the woman of Congresswoman of Colorado and been like, yeah, you're right. They should be behind, they should be behind a glass. Instead, you wanted to be a sarcast, a smart ass, you know, an artistic fuck, basically, you know, um, that's what I was really going to say. Sorry. But, um, now she has the audacity, you guys, seriously, after the whole Zoom and, and her telling herself, literally, this is out there, okay? So if you go on YouTube and you type in um, her name, okay, which is Lauren Borat, B-O-E-B-E-R-T, Congresswoman of Colorado, okay, you'll see... Um, you'll see the video and you'll see how she's talking so strongly about the second amendment and she's trying to be so dismissive towards what everybody else is saying. Um, but you, one thing you won't see <laughs> is how, how scary she is after she said all of those things. Oh, the second amendment, the constitution, I have the right. Da, da, da. She's like, Oh, I need security. Um, no, sorry. I need security for me and my staff. The chairman looked at her like, girl, seriously, seriously, after you just told me to take down just the word host, now you want to sit there and ask for security because you talk so much, right? So they denied it. They denied her security. Then she wants to complain, well, you guys got to leave out of this meeting and fly out of plane. I'm sorry. I thought it was a Zoom meeting. What are you seriously talking about? Why do you feel like you and your staff need security, but you got all those rifles and guns in there? Like, it makes no sense. So what is the topic really about, you guys? The pandemic? Or is it about how Joe Biden wants to sit there and um, pass a bill with um, taking away all rifles, assault rifles? Which one is it? And which side do you think she's on? Definitely not Joe Biden's side. I think she needs to be removed as Congresswoman from Colorado. Point period blank. Yes! Um, and just one little really, 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 really quick fun fact as well. I love Sex in the City. Yes, 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 I do. That's a great show. It's coming back. It's coming back to HBO Max. I'm so excited. I can't wait. It's only 10 episodes. How sad, though. And one more sad thing. Mr. Big. Mr. Big isn't going to be in it no more. Sorry, Carrie Bradshaw. You don't get your man. You already married him, and now what? 
I can't wait to find out though, you guys. But that's all I got for you. So thank you so much. Happy Friday. Remember, there's two parts to this episode. Um, if you haven't found out already, um, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in again to Lola's IO. Until next time, you guys. Bye.